0: Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. It's the Locked On Cardinals, well, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Moose Michaels. want to encourage you to rate, review, subscribe, all the necessary things you do with your favorite show, and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. We're going to talk more about that in just a little bit. Your smart devices in your home can play us. Your car can do it. We're everywhere. We're always watching. The uh, phone number, if you want to chime in on the hot drop line, leave us a voicemail or text as you are listening to this. 615 290 5507. That's the number that you want to call. I want also to remind you that this show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't wait. You know, your friend's trip, just book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Okay, so in our first segment, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Paul Goldschmidt and some of the struggles that he's been having uh, so far in his tenure with the Cardinals in his first season. Our second segment, the Braves coming to Busch Stadium. And the Cardinals have a little bit of revenge to dish out. We're going to preview that series and kind of uh, what we should uh, look forward to. It, with that, and hopefully, uh, finally, a series win. Not a, not a series draw, not a series loss, but a series win. At least that's what I'm hoping for. All right, uh, so first of all, happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody. A little bit of a programming note. We will not have an episode on Monday. I will uh, be busy with family and friends. This weekend is also my wedding anniversary. Well, the, it's actually on Wednesday, so you'll probably hear me talk about it again next Wednesday, but the wife and I always celebrate things on, uh, on Memorial Day weekend. It's what we've done. Going strong for three years, and now we've got a wonderful little boy who apparently wants to get into everything. Quick story about him. So he's just started where he's pulling himself up on things. He's exploring and opening doors, you know, things like that, right? Well, on our entertainment center, We've got one of those, uh, you know, it's with the doors that latch pretty good. But he still manages to get it open. The funny thing is, we decided we want to see what he wants in there. Because my wife has, like, the entire collection of Grey's Anatomy in there. And I got a few things. Hilariously, what he got out first was Ken Burns' baseball, the documentary. He laid that to the side then he got Dave Ramsey's financial piece. He laid that to decide. And then he shut the door. And I'm like, You are your father's son. You truly are. <laughs> I don't know if you got kids or not, but it, it, it's, it's awesome when they do stuff like that. Well, you know, somebody else that's learning how to walk in a Cardinals uniform, it seems like, is our uh, first baseman, Paul Goldschmidt. And while he's not been doing just god awful, or anything like that, it's not quite been the start that we all have wanted him to have. You know, I think we all had visions of someone that was batting over 300, somebody that was just hitting dingers left and right, lots of RBI, a big OPS, barreling the ball all the time. So far, what we've gotten through 190 at-bats is a 253 average, 10 home runs, 24 RBI. No stolen bases, something else that he's pretty good at, and his OPS sitting at 780. So, again, he's not horrible, but he's also not, you know, classic Paul Goldschmidt. He isn't in a home run in a long time, but more, I think more disturbingly, he's currently leading the team in strikeouts, and he's swinging at some very bad stuff. I mean, very bad stuff. Pitches that are low and outside, just garbage pitches that you don't even want. So far, 60 strikeouts on this uh, season that's a third of the way through. A lot of people making the argument, you know, Goldie is just now getting started. He had a slow start last year. He's going to have a slow start this year. Well, historically, he doesn't have slow starts. Last year was the first one. He got out of it pretty good. And I don't know that you could say that he's had a horribly slow start. Now, it's not been a good start for what we wanted him to be, but it wasn't really like his start last year either when people were honestly asking themselves, has Goldschmidt lost it? Of course, we know by the end of the season, everything was just fine. Well, what do we do? How can we help Goldschmidt get started? How can we help him get going? Does anybody have any ideas? I've got one. Let's flip flop DeYoung and Goldie. Put Goldschmidt in the third spot. Let's bat DeYoung second. DeYoung profiles more as the number two hitter anyway, whereas Goldschmidt is your classic number three slugging first baseman. I think that might open up some more opportunities. Uh, Not just for Goldschmidt, but also for Carpenter, who apparently is going to lead off forever. 30 years from now, there'll be an entirely new team, and baseball's going to have to make a new rule to have a 10-man lineup just so Carpenter can lead off for the Cardinals. I still think Fowler ought to do it. I digress. We're talking about Goldschmidt right now. If you flip-flop him, I think you're going to see a higher output from Goldie. I think he's probably more comfortable in the number three spot. Now, he's the kind of guy, he's not going to tell you that he doesn't want to be in the uh, number two spot. But he's a three-hole hitter, tried and true, and I feel like that's what we got him for. And though it's hard to get onto Mike Schultz because, yes, he is still a pretty new manager, I feel like you've got to be able to be a little more flexible with your lineups because what you're doing isn't working the top of the lineup, it's feast or famine. Sometimes they have big days, sometimes they don't. Goldschmidt needs to be in the three spot. I think you'll see him thrive there. You put Fowler in the leadoff spot, watch him take some walks, get on base. DeYoung will be able to knock him over to second or third. Maybe he scores on DeYoung's hit. I don't know. And then Goldschmidt can go on, knock the rest of men, in, followed by Ozuna, who can just clear the bases if he wants to. To me, that is the best possible way to try to get Goldie the things that he needs. And I get it. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those analytic, sabermetric things to bat you, you know, put your quote unquote best batter second. They, in, in Cincinnati, they did that all the time with Joey Votto. I think, what, Freddie Freeman's batted second from time to time. Chris Bryant's batted second sometimes, Bryce Harper. Mike Trout, all these guys. But sometimes the traditional way is the best way for a reason. And I believe if you did that with Paul Goldschmidt, you would find yourself with a brand new looking first baseman. It wouldn't be this guy that's batting 253. He'd look up and go, oh, hey, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt's playing first for the Cardinals. And it'd be a pretty good feeling. What do you think? Shoot us a voicemail, shoot us a text, 615-290-5507. You can also uh, tweet us at LockedOnSTL or at Moose Michaels. That's my personal Twitter page. Uh, this show brought to you in part today by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend, Strip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. Also, uh, be sure to check out the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. They just put out an update with dark mode, and I don't know if you follow. I don't know if you use an iPhone or Android. I'm I, I'm an iPhone guy, and the big rumor for the next software update, iOS 13, is dark mode. Well, Himalaya has jumped ahead of the game. They got dark mode for your brand new podcasting app. You can import all your favorite shows. They do curated playlists. I'm telling you, it is the most satisfying way to listen to your favorite shows. You can also grab us in Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, your smart device. Uh, Anywhere you listen to your favorite shows, we are likely there. Going to be talking about the Brave series coming up next. (laughs) Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, No more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Moose Michaels, and I appreciate you listening. Be sure to uh, give us a review, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows, the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app. Uh, also, the hot drop line, 615 290-5507 is uh, the number that you can call. You can leave a voicemail. You can shoot us a text about your thoughts about the Cardinals. If you've got an idea about something you'd like for us to cover on the show, hey, I'm all ears. Let me know. I'd be more than happy to uh, implement some of that stuff in the show. Cardinals have a uh, three-game series against the Braves coming up uh, over the Memorial Day weekend. Mike ne- excuse me, Mike I think I got that right, Yeah, Mike uh, Fulton-Elwich, going to be taking the mound for the Braves. He's got a 6.91 ERA, 17 strikeouts, and he's 0-3 on the season. He'll be facing off against Miles Michaelis, who just got absolutely shellacked, shelled, exploded, bombed. Whatever you want to say about him, that start against the Rangers, not good. Not good whatsoever. Uh but you know what? Every day is a new day, a chance to turn it around, a chance to show that he's still got his stuff. And uh, tell you what, I'm hoping to see some good stuff from Michaelis. He got chased in the second inning, in that start against the Rangers we were just telling you about, he allowed seven runs in just over an inning played. But the good news is when Michaelis pitches at home, way more effective last five starts at bush stadium 3.0 era so not too bad at all uh but it's still going to be a heck of a game the the braves bat him around pretty good small sample size and all but the braves are for real and i know they're not leading the national league east but they're not going to be going away and they expect to win and that might be the biggest difference between a lot of teams in the cardinals especially a team like the braves If you're honest with yourself and you see the Cardinals go up against somebody like the Braves, do you expect the Cardinals to win? Or deep down inside, do you expect something to happen to where they're going to lose? Because that's how it feels sometimes, right? And when did that start happening? For the longest time, the Cardinals were the class of the National League. Maybe they didn't always have the best record, but they were always winning. I don't know about that now. Now, when a good team comes to town, when a bad team comes to town, heck, when the Royals rolled up in the air, I I I remember sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, even though the Royals are a horrible club, I can't imagine the Cardinals winning both these games. It's just not going to happen. And honestly, I don't know what kind of scenario that I can envision for the Cardinals and Braves. The Cardinals do seem to play a little bit better at home, but. The Braves, uh, like I said, they expect to win. Do the Cardinals expect to win? That's going to be the question. The Cardinals hit Fulton A, which, uh, uh, decent. Decent. You know, um, some, some players who probably aren't going to be playing as much, hit them better than a little bit, some of the starters. Matt Wieters has a 313 average against him and 16 at-bats. Colton Wong, who obviously will be starting at second base, Is batting five fifty-six against him in nine at bats. Goldschmidt, though, only one sixty-seven in eighteen at bats. So you take a look at the top of the lineup. Carpenter, Goldschmidt, Ozuna. Nobody's batting over two thirty with those guys. Paul DeYoung, though, batting four twenty nine, so you got a little bright spot there. We'll have to keep an eye on that game. Uh, like I said, I don't know what to expect. Because in all aspects of the Cardinals game now, you kinda it's kind of a roll of the dice. The lineup might be really good and just completely obliterate a pitcher. Or it might not. It might the, the bats might literally go deaf. Go mute. They're not gonna do nothing. On the other hand, Michaelis might pitch a gym. He might go eight. He might go nine innings. He might shut the Braves out, or he might give up eight runs in the first two innings. You truly don't know what you're getting from the Cardinals, and that's what makes it so frustrating. That's why when you see the Cardinals go play somebody, you don't think to yourself, hey, they expect to win. Because they they don't. They really don't. And we've talked about this before. There's a lot of changes that need to be made before I think that kind of confidence can be instilled in the fan base. You know, I, I caught myself thinking the other day, I wonder if Goldschmidt regrets coming here. Well, he couldn't help being traded here, but signing long term. I'm not saying he hates it or anything like that, but this wasn't what was promised. This wasn't part of the deal. This was going to be a rejuvenated lineup with Goldschmidt in the middle, right? Ozuna got hot, and that, that's the thing. When all these guys are going and it's clicking, it is amazing. And a team like the Braves, pff, who cares? Who cares if it's the Phillies? Who cares if it's the Cubs? Because the Cardinals have that potential. But right now, It's almost like they are struggling just to find an identity. I can tell you something they are not, and that is a team with good pitching. But I digress on that as well. We all know that. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I want to wish you and yours a very happy Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget, no episode on Monday. We'll be back Tuesday morning. We may try to do something live on Monday night. We'll have to wait and see. The Hot Drop Line, if you want to chime in with your comments, your suggestions, your text, your voicemail, whatever the case might be, 615-290-5507. That's the phone number to call. You can also follow us at Locked on on Twitter, at MooseMichaels. Yep, that's me. And until Tuesday, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.